Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Zachary Lloyd. I'm so glad that you tuned in to this episode 5 of this podcast on Here's the Thing. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Zachary Lloyd. And we are talking about victory today. Um, I hope and are believing that everybody had a good new year. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we posted an episode, but that was because due to the holidays, everybody knows that during the holidays, it's a crazy time, um, especially when you're trying to create content and get things up, but that's okay. So today we're going to be talking about victory. And this has been stirring in my heart for a while lately because I've noticed some things in the body of Christ and I've noticed that a lot of uh, people that are saved, born again believers, people that love the Lord with everything in them, um, I've noticed that they haven't been having any victory in their life and it should not be this way. So if you have your Bibles um, as you're listening to this or whatever you're doing, just hear me read this and you can go look at this and study it out yourself. But let's go to 1 Corinthians 15:57. 1 Corinthians 15:57. Right after we get there, I'm going to pray. And then we're going to get into this a little bit. Talk about victory. And that was 1 Corinthians 15:57. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right, I'm there, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I'm so grateful and thankful for you giving me this opportunity to have this podcast. Father, once again, we invite the Holy Spirit into the studio. Use my lips once again. Give me utterance, direction, lead me, guide me, and direct me. As I preach and proclaim the gospel, that lives will be changed like never before. And as we talk about victory... I thank you, Father, for giving people victory and showing them how to walk in a victorious life. That as I speak, lives will be changed, people will be set free, and people will be healed once again. And you get all the glory, honor, and praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Anyway, like I said, we're talking about victory. And we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15, 57. And it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that again. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so we have victory through who? Jesus. So for those of you that may not know, Jesus came into this earth. Right? He was born, he lived a life, he did three and a half, about three and a half years worth of ministry, he died and he rose again. Well, when he rose again, part of the message of the good news is that Jesus is alive, but not only that, is that he gave us victory. We are allowed to have a victorious life, right? It's okay as believers to be victorious, so the gospel, um, it means good news, right? 
when you proclaim the gospel, it's what? The good news. What's the good news? Is that what? Jesus came. He died on the cross for our sins so that we could have a relationship with him. Right? It means that we get to know him more and have a relationship through him to the Father and know about our creator, know about the one who saved us and set us free. That's what the gospel means. It means good news. Okay? So I got this while I was at the gym because I've been meditating on this. I put the gospel means good news. So that means you are meant to have victory. Jesus covered all that on the cross. And when he was here on the earth, he had a victorious life. So that means that we are called to have victory. And I put here, I wrote down in my notes, I put every time there's good news, there's victory, right? The good news, the gospel that's being preached is what? It's a story of victory, right? Jesus came, was victorious against death, hell and the grave, sickness and disease, right? He took all that on his back when he was on the cross and he rose again and he became what? Victorious. And he purchased that so we can be victorious and walk in a life of victory it's okay to be victorious as a believer if jesus purchased it for you then you're required to walk in it so then continuing in my notes i wrote down so if the gospel is good news and we've heard the good news that means as born again believers we're required to be and have the victory to walk in victory I also wrote this down. It's, I put 2023 is time for us to live a life of victory and show it. Okay. There's a lot of believers I'm noticing as a minister and a fellow believer because I'm a believer first and then a minister that they're not walking in victory. And I get this crappy excuse from them. You want to know what the crappy excuse is? Well, Jesus was persecuted. So if Jesus was persecuted, then I'm supposed to be persecuted. Well, I understand that. I understand that people are going to hate you. I understand that people aren't going to like you. I understand that everything's not going to be sunshine and rainbows, and there's things that you're going to go through. But you're required as a believer to live a life of victory. Jesus never said in the Word of God you're required to be a victim. He did not die on the cross for you to be a victim. But he died on the cross for you to live and walk in victory and be victorious. Yeah, well, you know, persecution and, and we got to continue to be persecuted. You know, I understand persecution is going to come. But why can't even when persecution comes, I still walk in victory? See, we wonder why friends and family don't want to serve God today. We wonder why kids and grandkids and uncles and aunts and people and family members don't want to serve God today. And the reason is, is because they don't ever see you walking in victory. Maybe if you start seeing, they start seeing you being victorious and walking in victory and seeing things come to pass, you believing God and standing on the word that I'm going to be victorious, maybe they'll want to start serving God. Because here's the thing, from my perspective, if I was a family member that needed witnessing to, and you came to me and said, Zach, you know, the Lord loves you and all that, which is true. But then I go and look at your life and I don't see any victory. Why would I want to serve a God 
where his own believers don't see any victory? Hear what I'm saying? That would be the question that I have, right? So when you as a believer take your rightful place and start walking in victory and start seeing things come to pass in your life and start making strides, and then you're able to be a true witness of the gospel of the good news because why? I'm living a victorious life, right? Yes, there's persecution. Yes, things come up. But you know what? We can still have the victory no matter what comes up because why? Jesus purchased it for us. So when we walk in victory, it shows a true example of who Jesus is, and also, I wrote this down, I put, you become an effective witness of who Jesus is when you walk around in victory. But when you walk around defeated, you're being a horrible witness. You're a horrible witness of who Jesus is if you're constantly walking around in defeat. Right? If somebody comes up to me in a cane or all crippled and starts witnessing to me about Jesus, they're a poor witness. Why? Because there's no victory in their life. Jesus wants them to be healed. Jesus wants them to be set free. How can you go about witnessing when you're not walking in healing? You can't. How can you go about witnessing if you're walking in defeat? You can't. I understand things happen in people's lives, but let's take our place as believers and believe the good news and walk in victory. It's time for us to walk in victory, and that's the thing. You know, lately I've been hearing about, and I know this is going to get some people, but that's okay. Lately I've been hearing about, like, grandkids, children, family members, you know, Oh, we're just praying and serving God. Well, if I was their grandkid or if I was their kid and I looked at grandpa or grandma or even mom and dad and saw that there was no victory, that pushes them away more from God than it does bringing them to God. Because people tend to portray this life of I have to just suffer until I die and go to heaven and then I can have a good life. No! That is not the case. You can have victory today. You're called to be victorious. And then when your kids and grandkids and your other family members that need Jesus start seeing that they can be victorious, even by being a Christian, even by being one that proclaims Jesus as the Lord over their life, what? They're going to be more receptive to the fact of what? Oh, well, if they can serve Jesus, and Jesus is the Lord of their life, and they can be victorious, then that means I can too. That I don't have to live a life beat down and bruised and defeated. There are way too many born-again believers that are being defeated. And I believe that this year, and every year to come, is going to be a year of victory. 2023 isn't the year of victim and being persecuted. No, it's the year of victory. Yeah, but Zach, you don't understand. You know, um, the devil's attacking me and, and, and all these things are coming. Well, if it seems like the devil's attacking you and people are coming against you, use your authority as a believer. Right? Declare those things that be not as though they were. 
If you need something to come through, step out in faith, believe God, and what? It'll come through. It's easier said than done, but you can do it. Mark 11 talks about what? Have faith in God, right? When you have faith in God, you will see the victory. When you stand in your, in your authority, you will see the victory. Yeah, well, Zach, XYZ happened and so-and-so died and this and that. No. You're basing your experiences of being persecuted and things happening on the fact that you can't have victory. Yes, you can. You can have victory. And when you start walking in victory, then your family members will start being set free. Because why? You're walking in your rightful place as a born-again believer. And that's what our job is to do, is to walk in victory. We're here to be victorious. Walk in victory. Do your job as a believer. Philippians 3.14 says, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Okay? Gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Okay, so Jesus came and died on the cross, so what? We can have victory as believers. Yeah, persecution may come, but no matter how much persecution comes, we always have the victory. Why? Because he purchased it. And if you tell me that persecution is greater than victory, then you know what you're also saying? That it was worthless for Jesus to go and die on the cross. You're kind of slapping him in the face. Yeah, well, he said we'd have persecution. Yeah, but he also said that we could have victory even through persecution. So what do you do? You continue to rise to the top and you continue to be victorious. Now, I say all this just to encourage you to walk in the victory. Walk in the victory. Right? If Jesus was victorious, then that means we can be too. We can be too. Hallelujah. So I wanted to say that and encourage you guys to walk in the victory. I know I didn't go that long, but uh, that's what was put on my heart. And I was always taught, don't say any more or anything less than what the Lord's put on your heart. And so that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to encourage you, have the victory. Start walking in victory. Um, toward the end of this, I'm going to, since we're at the end of this, I'm going to pray and bless you guys. And then we'll see you next time. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that the Holy Spirit would come and encourage born-again believers that are struggling with this. That are showing them that they too can have the victory. Father, I thank you right now for it. That your son Jesus came and died on the cross so that we may have victory. And I thank you, Father, that we choose to walk in victory, no matter the circumstances, no matter what the world's saying, no matter what the devil's saying or doing, we have the victory. Father, I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over this woe-me mentality that's been attacking the body of Christ. You have no more. This poor-me mentality cannot stay any more. It cannot attack our partners. It cannot attack the, the, the believers, the ones that pray for this ministry, that help us and stand with us. And it cannot attack anybody watching this from this day forth. You've been defeated. 
When Jesus died on the cross, he purchased a life of victory for us. And so we choose to walk in it. Lord, and we just thank you right now for doing that, for sending your son so that we may have the victory. Also right now in the name of Jesus, I call in family members that are lost and running from you. I call them back right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I thank you that people are being set free. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you guys. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Stay tuned for more. And that was Here's the Thing.